Uh, let's chat a bit of WA Premier Cricket, though, uh, in the run to 8 o'clock and have a look at week one of round six. We are into the two-day uh, mode of the season after a block of one-day games to start. Bayswater Morley and Clermont Nedlands was a good day of cricket. Clermont Nedlands were bowled out at Hillcrest for 242. Crane, 69. Trimboli made 61. And with the ball... Uh, three wickets for Wiggers, who's having a great season. He's a leading wicket-taker in the competition. Liam O'Connor, three for 68. And Rob Yates, who's the English import for Basie, he took two for 25. So, solid score from Claremont Netherlands. Bayswater Morley survived just a couple of overs before the close. They are none for one. So, they'll have all of next week to chase 243. Uh, Claremont would feel pretty confident, I think, with their bowling attack. Yeah, it, it's an interesting. I mean, Hobson failed forty three. It's, it's not like him. It's normally hundreds yes. that he's been getting. That's he's a good, that's a big early scalp. Forty three. Been making runs for fun, but yeah, two forty two. Yeah, middle of the road, and um, yeah, it should be a good little contest next week. Yeah, Basie have been playing some good cricket. The Todds and um, their top order have been, you know pretty consistent so I think it could be a little bit close next week. Yeah I think that's one of the games of, of next weekend just looking at some of these progress scores. Joonlup and Willerton. Willerton are well on top here they've already won on first innings. Joonlup was skittled at Iluka for just 74. Matt Hanna is still a terrific bowler when he's 100% fit. He's had a good start to the year. 5 for 28. Zach Ferris 3 for 10 and Wahaguru Dillon 2 for 18 all out in just 40 overs. Joonlup Willerton wasted no time in going past that score, they did lose Isaac Valentis, who's been selected in the second 11 for WA against Victoria this week. He was out for no score. But Shane Warne's 57. And a young man I can't say I know an awful lot about. Brock Larence made 55 off just 31 balls there for Williton. I'm not sure he's played that many games in the top team for Williton, but he's mm. made a half century. Williton declared, very aggressive captaincy there. They declared and sent Junalat back in uh, to survive eight overs. They did, none for 10, but Williton already first innings points and it would take a fair effort from June up to avoid being beaten outright. Yeah, Lawrence, I, I haven't heard of him at all. Well, so. he's from Randwick Petersham Cricket Club, which is in Sydney. Yeah. So he okay. looks like he's a, a, an added player to the squad okay. for this year. Maybe someone listening from Williton can tell us a little bit more there, but I can't say I've seen that name pop up too many times. Yeah, very poor effort by Junlup. Um, 74, overs, 74 sorry, and 40 overs. At least they sort of tried to battle it out. But uh, Matty Hanna, 5 for... 28, as you said, he's a very good bowler. Once he's, as you said, it would fit. He swings the ball, and he's always going to be a chance to pick up some early wickets. So, you would think that Willerton are in a very strong position to push for an outright win there. Melville and Midland Guildford. Melville's bowlers went round the park there at Tompkins on Saturday, and it was mainly thanks to the opener, Dylan Sharman, who batted all day and made 172 not out from 266 balls. He only hit 10 fours, so he would have done a fair bit of running. Across that innings, Keaton Critchell, the captain, 68. Jimmy Godfrey, 43. Tough day there with the ball for uh, for Melville. Uh, coin 2 for 17 the pick of the bowlers, and he was the final bowler called upon by Fraser Hay. So Midland Guildford continuing their very good start to the season. 376, that's just an extraordinary score, isn't it? It's down at Melville. There's always times a little bit in there, but Sharman, since he's come across from Mount Lawley, he's got a new lease of life. He's just been extraordinary and beaten. An ex-Mount Lawley player many years ago as well. He's been in very, very good form. They got him away at a good start of 60. And then uh, Critchell, the, the skipper, has come out. And then, then they've put on, oh, what, 127 for the for the first wicket. So, or mm. the second wicket. How do you, how do you, what'd you say that? Uh, second wicket. Second They're wicket. one down, then it's the yep. second wicket. Yep. Okay. So, um, 
they just carry on on their merry way. Uh, Midland Guildford well on top at the moment after that outright defeat last week and just uh, outright win. Outright win. Sorry, did I say defeat? Outright, Out, outright win. Uh, Tim, outright Tim, defeat of the opposition. Yes, Tim Edmonds just uh, just drove off the road. They've um, yeah, they just had an extraordinary start. Great balance. The top order is just playing some terrific cricket, and the bowling attack uh, they shouldn't have any problem protecting that. And who knows what could happen? Could be six from six uh, yeah. there for uh, oh, Melville Guildford. No, no problem at all. Big chase next week for uh, for Melville Perth. Big score against the struggling Mount Lawley at uh, this game at Breckler Park. Sam Fanning another hundred. A really important knock in the second innings of WA last week. Continued that form, 105 from 153. And Jacob Snadden batting down the list, 80 not out open for a long time for, for Perth, but now batting in the middle order. Five fours and four sixes, 348 all out. Prescott bowled well, four for 65. And Osborne, three for 63. Mount Lawley survived to the close. They had to survive five overs. They did, none for six with Abrams and Fernandez not out. Big week next week for, for Mount Lawley to dig in and show some resolve. I'm not sure they'll threaten the target, but they need to show something next week. Yeah, yeah. You would hope they don't get bowled out twice there, but uh, you know they, they they did pretty well last game, so let's hope that they're able to do there. But the thing I like about this innings is Fanning coming back from Shield Cricket yep. and then doing the job for his club as well and going and making a terrific 100. So... He, he's just growing with confidence. I thought his innings in the Shield game last week was the best we've seen him, you know, and, and it played a very important part on a, on a very, very difficult wicket. So he took advantage of um, playing on a deck that's a, a little bit easier than what he was experienced at the Wacker and, and did it very, very well and, and pretty consistent batting all the way down. Scarborough and Gosnells. Now, Gosnells are in this game, and they could even be further ahead, really. Scarborough made 229, but you look at the fall of wickets there in the Scarborough innings, and they were 6 for 74. So they could have been knocked over very cheaply, but the tail wag, Pullinger 56, and Taylor batting at number 10 made 40. O'Callaghan and Costello with scores in the 20s. Uh, Akil Wahid took five wickets for Gosnells, five for 63. Henderson with three for 60. Gosnells are two for 58 at the close. And the key to this game next week, Wayne, is Lewis Reese, who's not out on 30. And if he can go on and make a big score, Gosnells can break their duck, but Scarborough ahead in the game at the moment. Well, it looked like a reverse batting order, didn't it? Yeah, you know, it was all made, the, all, all made at the bottom of the, the batting order. Um, Andrew Ty will be back next week, one would have thought. There's no, yes. there's a Shield game, but no one day. So... Uh, that'll give them a bit of a boost. So, yeah, Louis Reese, um, the import, who played at Gosnells a, a number of years ago, and I think he won the Ollie Cooley medal yep. um, in, the, in the time that he was here in WA, and he's gone back and been playing county cricket and doing very, very well. So he was a young fella then. He is the key. Uh, young Luke McNamee, again, is someone that yeah, can hang around, and he just needs to add that support. So... Uh, yeah, it's it's a difficult one, but with Ty back, it, it's I, I think it's really in the balance. You know, Two twenty nine. Yep. They needed another forty or fifty to be really to, safe. Yeah, for sure. So good second week coming up there at Justin Langer Oval, Abbott Park East. Subi Florian University. It was more of the same from Subi Florian's Hamish McKenzie, seven for forty one with his left arm leg breaks. As Uni were knocked over for hundred and eighty one. Murray forty at the top of the order. Gettys made thirty four, but yet McKenzie. 7 for 41. Corey Roccacioli also contributed 35 down the list. Good to see he recovered from that blow. Batting, 
during the week. He also took a wicket. He picked up Jaden Goodwin before the close. For one, Tredgett and Chivers are not out for Subi Florit. They're one for 31, with Uni all out for 181. So another 151 needed with nine wickets in hand. Should be pretty comfortable, Wayne, but I guess you have the pressure of a chase. Yeah, and any time you've got runs on the board, um, yeah, it means that, um, yeah, you just got to get them. And we haven't been batting that well this year, but we've got away to a pretty reasonable start. And Rocket Child will be back playing chill cricket, so he won't be around next week. So yes. um, that could be a bit of an advantage. So, um, Hamish McKenzie has had a bit of a problem with the back. There was a bit of no concern problems, that he'd clearly. be be playing, but he will be playing second eleven this week, I think. So I think he had to prove his fitness, and he's done that most definitely. So I like the look of it. <laughs> yes, of course you do. Uh, South Perth and Fremantle at Richardson Park. Tough day for Fremantle here. They're all out for 172. Bartlett, who we spoke to on the show last week, 32. Kennedy, 57. Sam Whiteman had an interesting week. He got a pair in the shield. He was not picked in the uh, in the game on Saturday in the in the Marsh One Day Cup. So he went back to Richardson Park and played for Fremantle and copped a pretty rough leg before wicket decision. He was out for one, and uh, the Port Boys were knocked over for 172. South Perth, one for 60 at the close with guests... And Cleary at the crease. Strickland is the player out there for South Perth. So 113 more needed for victory. Fremantle, a very modest score. And uh, unlikely, I think, uh, to defend it, I would have thought, Fremantle. Three wickets each for Bevilacqua and Botha. Dallimore with a couple as well. It's a very good bowling attack, even without Cameron Gannon, who didn't play at the weekend. South Perth should close that out. Yeah, one for 60. Yeah, um, all good. Final game to have a look at. Wanneroo, uh, they played against Rockingham Mandra. And Wanneroo, Chris Saber produced a, a really good hand. A century, 110. Swindles, 70. Swindles is a wicketkeeper bat from England. He plays for Leicestershire. So really good effort from him as they posted 317. So a few scores of note. Craig Simmons back playing in the ones. Three for 73. Steele, four for 64. And Donald, two for 61. I'm not sure Rocky will get that at Kingsway next week, but no. good to see Chris Saberg in the runs. Yeah, there's usually a bit in that wicket up there. So the, the innings of Saberg was a, was a good one. And, yeah, he'd been struggling a little bit for form and um, just hit it at the right time. That's a look at WI Premier Cricket, week one of round number six, uh, with some of those scores uh, coming through at the weekend. You heard them throughout the day as part of the Marsh Cup coverage.